Welcome to the RSVP In Conversation With member podcast. RSVP is a member community for the global luxury wedding and party industry. And every week I interview a different member. After half an hour, you'll know them like old friends. Sit back and enjoy. My guest today describes herself thus. I was born in Taiwan, but raised in many countries, such as Singapore, London, and Vancouver, Canada. I'm multilingual, and while I spoke Mandarin and English, I'm also fluent in Cantonese, Taiwanese, and Shanghai dialects. If you don't know, there's actually seven major dialects in China. I'm a Leo and very ambitious about my career. I'm sincere and compassionate, but I don't take no for an answer. If I set my goals and my eyes on something. I believe in teamwork and I am often become protective with others. I enjoy challenges and crave for creativity. I'm a political major in university with masters in fashion merchandising and marketing. My first job was a paralegal in a law firm and my first job in Shanghai was an account manager in Vogue China. I can eat Japanese food every single day. That's my <laughs> favorite. I love traveling and that's the main purpose of being a destination wedding planner. I'm a people person, so I love making friends with different backgrounds, nationality, careers, and culture. I'm level-headed with a strong logic and an insane photographic memory. I'm content with my life and my beautiful family, and I'm ready for next chapter. Welcome, Ariel Chen. Hello. Hello, James. Hello. And you're in China at the moment, aren't you? I am in Shanghai, China. Correct. Okay. And, and you have an office there and you have an office in Bali as well. Yes. I have three offices, one in Bangkok, one in Shanghai, and one in Bali. And you flip between all three, I take it. I don't go to Thailand that much, but Bali and Shanghai are the main focus. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, this is about you as a person rather than your professional life. So that's probably all we to say about your business. But um, let's just... just just go back to your childhood and any influences that you had. Let's start with your first memory. Can you remember the first thing that you ever did way, way, way back? When I was like two? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Just to put into context, my first memory that we worked out, I was two when when a guy came to lay a blue kitchen floor in my kitchen. Okay. <laughs> in, in my parents' kitchen. And we, I, I, we worked out that I was two. So that's an awful long time ago. It was an awfully long time ago. I think that I mentioned that I, ha I can have Japanese food cuisine every single day. So yeah. my memory when I was two, that was the first country that I visit with my parents. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. And you're educated where? Various places? Well, I was raised in Singapore and Canada. And I was also in, in London for a little while. So I, I guess three places you have an, an american canadian kind of twang don't you i'm a, I'm a canadian yes <laughs> yes yes sorry you have a canadian accent <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not get political there it's yeah, okay yeah yeah, yeah, well, yeah yeah no i know that it's quite an insult to canadians to say are you american so i'm not really going to go there that's fine. no no, the, no, no. <laughs> yeah now everybody in this industry is a creative and usually people that are creative aren't just creative in one aspect they sort of go across various genres. But um, are you into music at all? Are you a, a musician? Do you do you appreciate music? Well, I can sing, but I can't really play any instruments. I think I can play cello for a little bit. Okay. And in terms of music that you listen to, do you, do you go see bands play? What was well, it depends gig? on my mood. If I, you know, if I like have, you know, I love heavy rap. If I need to clean my house or like, you know, I need to do chorus and yeah. So then yes. Um, and I like country when I'm like, you know, having a little um, dance parties 
And I, I like any kinds of music, actually. So that's country, that's American country and Western. Yeah. Okay, and, and is there a favorite artist? I mean, I know that Taylor Swift used to be in country, but she's now gone mainstream. But do you have any favorites? Sort of? My favorite artist will be Madonna. Okay. Not country singers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Madonna. I love Beyonce. I love like, you know, the crazy diva kind of like, you know, persona. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Madonna's performing this week in London. I, I think, know. I know. She's got very good reviews. Yeah. Very good. I think it's her greatest hits or lifetime tour or something whatever they're calling it she's a legend i i think it's wonderful that she can still perform i god knows what i can do when i'm at her age <laughs> i am old enough to remember when she was in the charts when she was young and 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 knocking them out in the 80s so <laughs> she's been around me an awful lot longer definitely and, and had a profound effect on a, on a 14 15 year old boy that's all i can say <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> okay so you are a material girl you love madonna and do you have a favorite film tv show that you watch or a genre do you binge watch on netflix or something i mean i mean sometimes so i love watching um the good wife so you know my background um i was a paralegal so i was ready to become uh, a lawyer so i love anything like tv shows with like you no know, law legos and all like um cores and all this like crime solving so i love the good wife and <clears throat> that's probably my favorite show i love friends it's funny gets me all the time so american <laughs> you are okay i've i'm doing a few podcasts today and you're just the third one i'm doing i'm doing an awful lot more but interestingly the second person i've just interviewed also and she's a similar age to you also okay. adores friends and Friends was done 30 years ago. And yet yeah. still, it's still resonating with the new generation and everything. It's, um, and I can't think of another TV show, really, that's done that. It's just, it just, I think it's very relatable, like, you know, to life in general, like, you know, the, the, the age and then going, like, you know, I moved to different places when I was young. So, you know, this is like people coming to New York to like either to struggles or to make a living, get yourself out there. So I think it's really relatable and then it's funny. So, you know, it gets me all the time. Yeah. Like yeah. that good type of funny, not like, you know, the cheesy or like not very classy funny. So I, I, I like it. And then I like the personalities, you know, different personalities with different friends and, you know, how they engage to each other, which is it's quite, quite, quite funny for me. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll, I'll never forget the one with the turkey on his head. <laughs> was it, was, was <laughs> Is it that all you remember? <laughs> yeah, well, well, yes, yes. I mean, well, it's quite, it's quite a profound image, really, of, um, of a, <laughs> it's Joey with a turkey on his head. <laughs> so the next question is, what's your favorite food? But we already know. Yes. It's, ja it's Japanese. It's Japanese, Japanese with a bit more Japanese, I yes. imagine. Yes. Okay. Okay. So... In your house, in, in in one of your houses, in one of your cities where you have things, you have an amazing bar, okay? Uh -huh. And behind the bar is this great hot bar person who's making eat you some drinks. And so what drink would you order from the bar person? Tequila. Tequila. And what, straight, mixed, shots? No, just tequila shots. Um, but then, shots. But then I had the pleasure um, come to across to this particular Chinese wine it's called baijiu it's mao tai and that has topped my tequila shots so i'm that type of person who likes to go to the bar 
and just drink. I don't like to, you know, sip the wine and then, you know, waiting for, the, you know, gets me and get all like dizzy. And if, I like everything fast. So I go to the bar. I want to get drunk. So whatever gets me fast, I love it. So tequila is usually my number one choice. And my tolerance is about 10 shots. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I I have I have updated myself throughout the years. Um, but the, the Baijiu, which is the Mao Tai, was the Chinese one. I highly recommend it. It's the best. It's smooth. It's easy to drink. And if you like tequilas, you like whiskey. I think you will like Baijiu too. So that's my favorite drink now. Okay. And is it wine or is it like a tequila, as in a spirit? It's liquor, so it's uh, it's like tequilas. Well. I mean, that's quite impressive to do 10 tequila shots before you fall over because it's... Um, I'm a Leo, so I... I'm, I'm a different physique than you. And, and and obviously, in theory, I could hold a lot more, but I couldn't do 10. Anyway, so you're way ahead of me there. Well, it depends on <laughs> days and depends on who you hang out with, you know. <laughs> okay. Okay, wonderful. Right. So you have the dream dinner party at home. You have Mr. Nobu coming in to make you the, the best Japanese food. You have the bar ones serving you your tequila and your Chinese spirit as well, and any other drinks that any other guests want. So it's perfect. Who is around the table? And this is the dream dinner party. Anybody alive or dead? Anyone that you you know or knew, or even or have never ever met? Who do you think would be the ultimate dinner party, and why? I would love to have either Michael Michael Jackson. <laughs> Or or Elvis Presley, so either yeah. one of those, you know, the legend. Uh-huh. But I'm 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 debating because I feel like Michael Jackson probably wouldn't talk as much. No, I don't think he would. No, no, he's no. pretty quiet. But Elvis is also really scary because you know he seems to be drinking too much. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> he'd um, he'd he'd clear you out of the Japanese food. I think <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. then he asked for a cheeseburger afterwards. <laughs> Okay, maybe I'll have a beautiful lady. Maybe I'll have Marilyn Marone. Okay, yes. She sounds like a fun person to hang out with. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Anybody else? Anybody else? Not dad. Maybe Obama. Yeah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Not dad. Yeah. Or whoever handles Chinese government right now. Something, can we talk about it? I don't know. Okay, okay. So... We all work very, very hard in this industry and um, we go from amazing events to amazing events and some of them burnouts, but everyone needs to get away and just check out for a while. So what do you do? Where do you go? Who do you go with just to get away from it all and recharge everything? Well, my dream days will be doing nothing and then just lie in bed and sleep. No one, no husband, no son, nothing. (laughs) in bed and then that's it and are, are you able to do that if you, if you mind me asking with obviously a husband and a self if i really wanted to i think i could but you know it hasn't happened yet i think your husband should give you a birthday present or, a, or an anniversary <laughs> present of a week in bed with a week alone I, think, I don't think i can do that a week a good 24 hours would just do the trick you know yeah. okay okay and it, but do you actually physically go i mean is there a go-to places or a holiday that you've had in the past you think oh my god that was great or a place in the world that you can just chill out in i think um okay even though i'm um, in shanghai for work but then i feel this is my kind of my holiday because i don't have my families with me 
and um, Shanghai represent my singlehood. So before I moved to Bali, I was in it was in Shanghai. I had my days, um, how my career taken off, and then like you know my singlehood. I I was being singles, having fun, working hard, party all the time. So. This is this is kind of like a holiday for me, even though I was I'm here for work, but I'm like super happy to be here, and without the families <laughs> at all. Does your husband work in Bali? No, no, I actually don't have a husband. So. Oh, sorry, sorry, you mentioned him earlier. So okay, that's sorry. okay. I say I'm, I mean, no husband, no boyfriends, whatever. Like I don't. I mean, okay, so even Shanghai is. Your getaway from it place, which is great. Most people have a bucket list of things they want to do throughout, throughout their lifetime. And the art, I suppose, is to, to do the very last one the day before you croak. So, uh, but what's left on your bucket list, would you say, in terms of things you, you really want to do? Okay, well, so I don't usually make a list for the things that I want to do. But um, if I really have to make one, I think that I wanted just to do... I want to get a like you know a doctor degree just because I feel it, it sounds better when people say like oh this is my this is my mom doctor doctor Chan <laughs> <laughs> only because of that <laughs> so I think that do you mean a medical degree or a doctorate doctorates not 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 I'm not gonna go to medical school. what would this specialization be I think maybe psychology maybe that's something that I could I don't know I could study like you know I am at the stage of my life that I I don't think I can do any more math or like physics <laughs> or anything crazy so anything is like either philosophy or like um psychology probably something I can read on more so yeah okay okay and we're as I said we're all very artistic in this industry but do you have any a favorite art form is it painting florals architecture music film you go to that you can practice yourself maybe no i don't really i i like to see different things so i like to go to like art exhibits and then like you know to see different things and to see um different type of art forms so i don't really have one that's like i saw the questionnaire and i was like i don't really think that i know I have a favorite. Do you have a special talent that comes out maybe when you've had nine and a half tequilas? I can probably sing and twerk. <laughs> Is that a talent? <laughs> sing and twerk at, at the same time? I don't know. I Give me nine tequilas and I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, I can I can dance for, for Asian. For the, for the loops. <laughs> okay, okay. Asians can dance. I've seen them... Um, um, the people in Korea, yes, 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 <laughs> Gangnam style. <laughs> oh God, I don't really think that's a talent. So I don't, I don't know. I guess I have photogenic memories, so I remember things really well. Well, that's something which is can be admired. I mean, it, it could be annoying as hell, though. Like, imagine having a relationship with me, and I remember everything. I don't know, like every single day, whatever happened, and it's painful. So. That it's, I don't think that was a talent. It's definitely not a gift, you know, for some people, but yeah. You should be an archaeologist then because you're able to dig up the past. Well, I don't like that though. I just never remember. It's registered in my head, but I don't want it to go like, visit and everything. It was a joke. It was a joke. It's my attempt at oh. a joke. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sorry, because archaeologists dig things up; they they dig up old things. So, um, and so, if you've got a, a a very good memory, you could dig up the past a lot with any partners or anything. Anyway, yeah. sorry, that joke <laughs> felt completely flat. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, we all work in the luxury industry, okay, and luxury means different things to different people. But is there any brands or experiences that you think are the epitome of luxury that you may have worked in professionally or experienced personally? Well, I think when it, you know, as you said that you know we work in luxury business. I think when I think of the luxury, it means details, and then you know memories also serve very well. You remember, and then you predict whatever is going to happen next before. The other person knows, so um, I think luxury means details for me. Like every little details counts. And then if I really have to think of a brand, I would probably think that the brand will be either Dior, that's a fashion brand, or Bulgari, that's um, that's a also well, a fashion brand, but they, they're they luxury have, brands. So yes, yeah, yes, they're all luxury brands. And then yeah, I think those two brands probably come into my mind. And I work closely with Bogari, so I know how, like you know, how particular and and very um, detailed that could be. In ten years' time, do you know where you want to be, both professionally and personally? In bed. <laughs> for that In bed for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to be able to travel um, as much as possible in ten years. You know, without. Thinking about what's、um, happening back home and what's going on with work, I just wanted to travel, either by myself or with somebody. You know, I just wanted to go like you know everywhere. So that's where I want to be personally. Professionally, I wanted to be able to do the weddings that I've done before, or the events that I've done before. But I, I think that I'm already achieving that. So so it's it's okay. Yeah, well, I'm、okay. on the right track.、Okay. With night killers, I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there a person who's influenced you, and it can be professional or personally, in your life, and it, you don't have to have met them, just an inspirational person that's、okay. guided you, or come up with a quote that you think I'm going to live my life according to, according to that mantra? Okay, well, I'm a daddy's girl, so I have a very complicated father, who I love and hate at the same times. It's usually the case. So I'm the girl with the daddy issues. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. But but he's um he is um the toughest person I ever know. He is so annoying. <laughs> he is so annoying, and you know, but he because he's my dad, and he is a a wonderful person at the same time. I would try every possible way to um make every his demands come true. So. Being said that, I think that it helps me with my professional careers、um, as a wedding planner because you know he's the toughest、um, clientele I ever have who don't pay me, obviously. <laughs> And but then okay, okay. he has many requests. He's that type of person who you gave three choices, he will come up with six. You know, when you give him like eight, <laughs> will come up with oh, how about A plus B and then minus C? Like he would, he was so creative. He's he's the type of person who would not like you know solve the problem. He will create problems for you, and you just have to make sure that he's happy. And 
at the same time solve his problem for him. So I think that's a very great challenge for me as a, a, a wedding planner because um, I, whenever I, 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 I have a client that's like similar to my dad, I know how to handle them. Okay, okay. There's and um... with the intention that they will pay me. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that well, that's always good. That's always good. There is a um, a phrase called the tiger mom which it's known in the West, but it's meant to describe the mother, an Oriental mother, who, or, and usually a Chinese mother, who is very, A, protective of her children, but also very ambitious for them and will, will do almost anything, you know. I know what Tiger Moms is, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And would you say that your father is a, it, is a tiger pot? Well, I think he raised me. He is the type of person. Is he's very interesting. I think if I'm a, I'm not a daughter. If I'm a, a son, we would get along so well because you know, he doesn't when, when he talks to me, he doesn't really consider me as a daughter. Like you know, he would say, you know how that the parents will always ask the the kids not to fight. He is like, don't ever start a fight. But if you start a fight, don't come home losing. You know, just, you know, but you don't say <laughs> stuff like that to your daughter. You, you, you know, it's just very interesting. Like, you know, he would put that aspect. So he is that type of person. Yeah, that's quite interesting. I mean, I have a daughter and a son who are old, older than your son because um, uh, I'm a little bit older. But I mean, I do treat them equally. And, and I must admit, that's the kind of thing that I would say. I said, well, don't get into a fight. But if you really, really get into a fight, make sure you can win it. Otherwise, don't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> only start, only get into fights that you know you can win. Yeah. So, but then, you know, again, like, you know, think that, you know, being a, a daddy's little girl, he's very protective. He doesn't want you to get hurt or anything. But that's not how he raised me. He always, he always taught me to, you know, if you wanted to do something, do it well. You know, you have to be best in your industry. You don't, you, you can't just be like, he's, he's, he's a very tough person. So he, he kind of like, you know, trained me to be the tough person too. It's very complex because, you know, I mean, you're a father yourself, so you wouldn't know. So father usually tells the girls not to like, you know, um, be certain ways and stuff. But at the same time, it's very complicated. You also want your daughter to be independent, do not depend on men, you know, all sorts of things. So he wanted me to be like a career-driven woman at the same time he wants me you know, he is very complicated. I think it's the generation thing, you know, because, you know, a Chinese and everything. So he wants me to be a career driven woman. At the same time, he wants me to be, you know, the good wife and good moms and all that. And but sometimes you just can't have it all. So, you know, for me, I would have to step up and then talk to him like, you know, not as his equal, but then just try to make sense out of him. But that's a good practice for, for what I do, I think, you know, so I'm yes, not. Yes, it is. I'm very confident. I'm very, I'm very strong. So yeah, I think that's how that, that all thanks to him. If it wasn't because of him, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So yeah, that's a very good and lovely thing to say about your father. It really is. <laughs> okay, and what frustrates you? And don't say your father, please. <laughs> oh, we already covered that part. <laughs> <laughs> we already covered that part. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what frustrates me? Um, are people who are extremely rude and don't understand the common courtesy of like, you know, how to deal with people and how to deal with things like it. People who are not logical. That frustrates me a lot. Like, you know, I have to make sense 
out of something and I have to explain when I think that, you know, it should, it shouldn't be explained. I don't know how to explain that well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So people who are rude to the helps, like waiters or anybody who's, who's helping you with whatever, right? And I can't take Sadly, in this industry, and I used to be on your side of the fence in this industry, and I know that that does happen a lot, even to not only to the waiting staff, but also to the planner as well. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But then yeah. you sometimes just have to set the the record straight and then just kind of to tell, tell them off and then see that. But people who are really just very insensitive of like, you know, yeah, that frustrates me. Or people who don't, I don't know, people who don't feed me. That frustrates me too. So. <laughs> you love to be fed. Really, really empty when I'm like hungry. So yes. Okay. Um, now, naughtiness is a is a trait of RSVP, and you know how naughty we are. You know how I can do a naughty script, and you can film it and pretend to be the lawyer for Trump and stuff like that. And and please go onto Instagram and just take a look at our feed, and, and you'll find Ariel sort of being. <laughs> A little bit silly. That was fun, though. That was fun. So, tell us something when you've been naughty, or or or. I was so afraid you're gonna ask me that because <laughs> I don't know how to <laughs> how to give like a naughty joke. So, oh, go on then. Oh, you and must I do. don't really know how to be naughty without being being like um being naughty. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't, I don't, I was so afraid that you're going to ask me that. I was like, oh my God, I don't, I don't know. It just came out. Like, how do you be naughty? How to tell a naughty job without being naughty? I don't really know how to do that. So I don't know. Can you give some examples? <laughs> I think you do, but you're just being very coy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is me being naughty. <laughs> um. You seem to be a lady that's that's experienced most that the world has to offer. Let's look at it that way, <laughs> from that point of view. So, so that's fine. We're coming to the end now of our session and our time together, I'm afraid. So thank you, Ariel Chen, a daddy's girl, a heavy rapper, a material girl, the sleeper of the wedding industry, and twerker after night tequila who loves to, to stay in bed and be fed. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, James. Thank you for listening. If you wish to join RSVP, please go to the website rsvp.club or email me, james at rsvp.club. Our next large event is in Istanbul in April 2024. See you all next week.